Kia ora and welcome everyone to the Kiwi Running Show. My name is Hayden Chairman and with me here is Stefan Smith all the way from Australia. We're bringing you your monthly dose of, of Kiwi running news and interviews and all the, that sort of carry on. So first up we're going to cover off international news, then we're going to dive into some, some national sort of cross country and trail, trail news that's been happening. Um, and then we've got an interview with Olivia Burden who uh, many people might not no, but she's actually um, really making a lot of lot of noise over in the states. So we've got a really cool interview with her. Um, but Stefan, let's dive into what's yep. been happening overseas. Yeah, yeah, no, awesome. Thanks um, for having me back again. Obviously, and oh, yeah. um, we'll get into some international news. Um, I think what we'll do, obviously, it's been about a month since we last um, went out to the listeners, but I'll, I'll go in most. Um, recent order chronologically (laughs) so (laughs) just to confuse everyone a little bit more (laughs) yeah yeah why not eh? so um just on the weekend um starting at very top of the circuit is with the diamond league um we had nick willis back in action in london um i think from the last podcast i was estimated he'd run around 333 so i was a little bit off that but the the time was only one in 335 when i say only um (laughs) 334 by um, the Olympic champion Matt Centrowitz. Yeah. Um, and Nick was actually sixth in that race, but um, he was only 0.5 of a second separating first and sixth. So um, he's obviously, yeah, made some good strides um, recently in his um, altitude training camp um, there um, and, and closed very well in a, in a great race. So I'm sure um, over the next few races, he's only going to keep improving. Yeah, um, I saw Ryan Gregson, the the Aussie, was just um, a tick behind Matt Centrowitz. So that's yeah, that's yeah. kind of promising, eh, for the uh, for Gregson because he's he's been there or thereabouts for ages, but um, I feel like he hasn't really cracked on to that that real top top level. Um, so yes, signs that there might be something more. A, yeah, I think it's always a tough ask when you run, you know, three thirty one as a twenty year old. It's like yeah. if you if you never PB again, who cares? Like it's, that's an awesome time. But yeah, um, yeah he he's struggled with a lot of you know he had a stress fracture in his back and his femur oh, really? and his feet. Like he's been very oh, injured for yeah. a while. So he's only um I know he's been back training pretty consistently the last couple of years and just the last few races he's been coming on real good too. So um, yeah, I know he has a lot of respect for Nick as well, and I think he wants to have a good long career like Nick has. So yeah. it's good to see um. That Oceania rivalry continue as well. Yeah, I saw an Instagram uh, post from Nick before the race, kind of doing a bit of a, uh, a bit of smack talk with the other competitors. It was, it was good to see, actually. Um, yeah, 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 a bit of banter. Yeah, yeah. And, so we had um, we we had also on that same weekend, weirdly enough, the Monaco um, Diamond League two. Um, I, yeah. I just thought I'd do a quick shout out on that one just because there, there wasn't any um, running news um, of any Kiwis, but um, Tom was fifth in the shot put and Val was fourth in the shot put with um, Eliza seventh in the pole vault. Um, yeah. So the field eventer guys um, doing us strong on the circuit up there and being consistent with their results. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure, sure why they have two diamond leagues on the same weekend, but um, that makes yeah, no it, sense. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although Centro, it's backed up, so he yeah, he yeah. ran on the Friday and then the Sunday. So um, some, I think, only two people in the fifteen hundred actually backed up. Um, one wow. was Centro, the other was Chriso here, who actually DNF'd. So it's a hard turnaround. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and interesting yeah. with those field results, like just to see the depth in those three events. Like the, um, I think the women's pole vault, especially like uh, you might go into it shortly. But Eliza, for those who don't know, recently got the world lead for so the the highest jump of of the year um, for anyone. Um, but she still finished seventh, and it just shows you like man, there's a lot of girls just um, pushing each other in that event. And same with the shot put, it's. It's pretty, um, yeah. So you can sort of look at it and say, "Oh, seventh. That's 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 not that flash of performance." But when you actually look at the the girls who are right up the top um, top end of it, um, you realise just yeah. how yeah how tight it is getting for those those places these days. So yeah, 
Yeah, and it just it just goes to show the quality of the athlete um, Eliza as well because we, we, you know, you say seventh isn't that great, but it's just the expectations of what she's set the bar at now. Yeah, you know, exactly. you do expect yeah. her to be in that top three, whereas you know, I'd be bloody chuffed if I even got a starting lineup in the Diamond League in my <laughs> life. So. <laughs> I tell you, no, if there was an entry fee that I could pay, I, I would I would consider paying it. Although the embarrassment factor of getting lapped in a fifteen hundred would be the, um, yeah. Anyway, I'd be, I'd be happy enough watching on the sidelines. I think. Um, but um, down to the next tier down, um, with, there's a big meet every year in Belgium um, called the Houston Zolder. Um, that mm-hmm. was actually on the same weekend as well. Um, looked like Ben Monaghan was back in action running the 345. Nice, um, so nice. just to touch off his PB that he ran recently. Um, and Matt Manning is a DNF, so I'm not too sure what went on there after his um, solid run a um, couple of weeks ago. Um, and also Camille Buskin um, was doubling back up from a um, about five days from her 3,000 metres that she did, but 15.32 yeah, yeah. for 5K, she will probably – it's a solid run, but I don't think she'll be as happy as um, what her 3,000 was indicating. Um, I know a few girls I think that she had beaten um, ran under 15.20 in that race. So, um, yeah, it could, could have just been a case of a little bit um, off day, uh, but it's still, a, still an impressive run. Yeah, so that was that was five days after she ran a PB of eight forty five for the three k. So that um, that ranks her number three all time in in New Zealand, which is um, that's pretty phenomenal. I'd be happy with eight forty five yeah. for sure at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and no, it was a good run. Is at the Cork City Sports Games. So she, um, I watched the video and she was like gritting the teeth from like two laps out. I was wow. I was waiting for her to explode, but she. She just hung in there, and then she made a really good move, 200 out, and and just grinded it out, just hung on. So, yeah, that was really awesome to she's see. A, she's a tough uh, runner. I've seen her a couple of times um, running in Auckland, going after like Olympic qualifiers, and yeah, she she definitely knows how to put herself in the box, but just hang in there as well. When at that point where you think, oh, yeah. she's going to crack, but then yeah, she just holds her pace. So, yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah. Now we also had um, Hamish Carson also doing, had, doing some miles. Yeah, sorry, I was, I was, I was going to say also her partner Cameron French, in terms of shorter running, um, oh, ran yeah. over the four hundred hurdles in fifty point oh four as well, which yep. is pretty close to his um, PB. Yeah, he's gone um, just under fifty a couple of times. Yeah, I believe. yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Hamish, yeah, also he ran a couple of miles in three fifty seven. Um, one of them was at that same meet that. Camille um, ran her 3,000 metres in, and then three days later, still in Ireland over in Dublin at the Morton Games, he ran 3.57 again. Um, Again, those were both pretty classy fields um, and really good races. He actually, the one that, um, the first one that he ran was probably the best positioning I've ever seen Hamish put himself within a race. He's normally um, a bit of a yo-yo sometimes, he's up in um, out the back of the field and then back up the front again, which can yeah. waste a bit of energy. But, um, yeah, I think he's a guy that he, he runs really good, steady pace. I think if, yep. he's, if he can put himself in more races like that where he's sitting in about third or fourth, because um, everyone's closing fast, um, yeah. he's going to hopefully have a, you know, he's kind of been running around that range, um, hopefully can have a breakout run and run, um, you know, down around that 352, 353 um, region, but um, yeah, another good couple of solid miles for Hamish there. And then prior to that as well, which is, um, we were speaking about it a lot in the last um, was juniors, um, which have come and gone um, through mid-July and um, yeah, when we're speaking about the team heading into those champs, um, we're getting really excited about how everyone may go. And yeah, um, yeah, the, the, I I don't have all the results in front of me right now, and I'm sure um, everyone's been following them all and they're posted all over kind of the distance running page on Facebook and stuff. But um, just wanted to really um, just congratulate everyone that obviously took part in those games. It's a really hard event to even qualify for. Um, let alone compete at a high level there. So, um, yeah, the re- the real hard work begins now, and keeping those athletes 
keen and invested in the sport and watching them kick on from there. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah well, I think that the big results that stood out to me were definitely um, Madison Lee. I'm not sure about how to pronounce her last name, um, but Madison Lee <laughs> yeah. Weish winning the shot put. So that was the that was the big big news, and she threw, a, um, I think it was a um, a big PB to to win that. So um, that w- that was pretty impressive. Um, and then Olivia McTaggart in the pole vault getting fifth, and um, Katrina Robinson making the final of the 1500 and getting eighth in that. So. Uh, that that's yeah. probably the the key ones, but certainly like for everyone that went, like it's um, they are obviously all quality athletes, and just getting there um, is, gives you that invaluable experience. So when you push on and go to a senior champs later later on in life, you you're not having to have those big nerves of like oh far out, there's someone in a Kenyan uniform standing next to me, I, I need to be shaking my boots. Um, but you've, you've been there, done that, and, um, yeah, you can, you can sort of focus on getting the best out of yourself in the, the next, next championship. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that's right. So, um, yeah, over the next few weeks there's going to be a few, there's three more Diamond League meets left on the circuit um, cool. along with another a whole bunch of European meets um, spread out um, around the place. So we'll be keeping an eye on those and um, have a good roundup of those results on the next show as well. Yeah, so, um, very yeah, cool. That's international news. So in, in New Zealand, um, the month of July is very much about cross-country. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to some cross-country news really shortly. But before that, I wanted to cover off a couple of trail races that have been on. So first of all, the, the Captain Cook's Landing in Marlborough. So we had Robbie Royals take out the win there. And actually a new course record of uh, 151. So uh, they, they actually swapped the, the direction of that race it's been going for quite a while maybe 20 years or so but they swapped the direction about four or five years ago so they reset the the records and he's just taken out the record for um for the new new course um and then lizzie spencer was the winner of the women's race in 216 um and then down in wellington we had the wellington urban ultra which runs all around the hills around the back of Wellington. I'm sure, Stefan, you know these hills pretty well. Um, there's about 2,500 metres of elevation over the 62-kilometre course. Um, so for the win, we had Andreas Romanos from, from Auckland. So he's a... Um, I believe he's still doing his, his doctorate at AUT. Um, but, yeah, he's an um, academic up there um, doing some pretty interesting study, actually. So he, he won it in 5.47, and then in the ladies, Alison Wilson won in 7.13. So that's a pretty long day at the office. Um, but back to the cross-country action, we had um, the... North Island and South Island cross country champs um, a couple of weeks ago, or about three weeks ago. So the winner uh, of the North Island in the men was Peter Wheeler, followed by Cameron Graves. Um, good to see Cameron back at it. And then Neam McDonald came in in third. Um, and then in the ladies, we had Penny Peskett, um, Evergreen 41 year old, take, take out the senior woman. Um, followed by Maya Christini and then Anika Grogan, who's just back from the States um, on her uh, scholarship, so back for the summer. And then in the South Island, um, we haven't seen this name much in the last couple of years, but Rebecca Green took out the South Island champs. So, um, Stefan, I'm sure you remember um, Becky doing quite a lot in the junior scene around 2010, 2012. Um, So great to see her... um, back at top form so she won ahead of who was second Sarah Douglas and then Ninka Mulholland um in third um yeah nice yeah yeah I think um I think Becky probably well probably didn't get the results that she was after the University of Florida where she was but um yeah it, it can be a really big hit or miss you can either get over there and do really well or, or really struggle so I'm not too sure how it would have gone for her but Regardless, it's awesome to see her um, come out the other side and, and running as a senior still. Um, always good to see yeah, talented juniors um, stick at it and hopefully uh, she's still really interested in the sport. I can imagine she is if she's out running a cross-country race in the middle of nowhere in the South Island. So um, yeah, exactly. I, 
hopefully kicks on and um, shows some good results. Cool. And in the guys uh, for the South Island Champs, we had Ewan van der Peet uh, take out the win. So he was six seconds ahead of Andy Good and then Sean Eustace in third place. So that kind of sets the scene because coming up in August, we have the New Zealand Cross Country Champs. So we, we talked last episode about the secondary school Cross Country Champs. So this is um, uh, the, the club cross-country champs, I guess you'd call it. Um, so we're going to really focus on the senior um, senior results and, and who's who's hot um, at the moment. So definitely um, in Auckland, so just last weekend we had the, the regional champs. So we've had the North Island, South Island, then it goes small into your regions. Um, and so that really sets up who's, who's in shape and who's looking to... To run well at nationals, which is going to be down in Wellington. So we had Peter Wheeler um, really run a dominating performance, um, beat Jono Jackson by over a minute in the Auckland Champs at the weekend. Um, so he's, in, in my mind, he's certainly one of the favourites, if not the favourite. He's the uh, second place in the 5,000 metre champs, won the 3,000 metre champs over the summer. So he's got a lot of lot of strength, a lot of speed. Um, and then in the ladies at the Auckland Champs, Lisa Cross, um, formerly Lisa Robertson, won the, uh, the ladies race, so uh, ahead of Olivia Byrne and beat Olivia by three minutes. So uh, for those who know the quality of Olivia, that's no mean feat. So I think that sets up Lisa Cross to be one of, one of the big favourites coming back from having a couple of kids and um, doing the whole running mum thing and, and really doing it well. So um, she sort of said that she she thinks she might be running better than she was before before having kids, which is pretty pretty impressive. Um, did, did Olivia... Did Olivia get lost or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, really. Uh, I found that quite surprising. That has I, to be... That can't be an all-out effort. Yeah, I mean, she Olivia had a couple of minutes back to third place, so maybe she just sort of uh, cruised it after she saw Lisa pushing on. But, yeah, who knows? Um, so, yeah. And it's always difficult with cross-country. Interesting. You, you don't know how muddy yeah. or... Um, yeah, you can't judge yeah. the times by yeah. distance. Yeah, yeah, or you never know the story of how people are going into these regional ones as well. Often, like, it's hard to tell um, whether people are going full out or what type of phase they are in their training as well. Exactly. Uh, then in uh, the Waikato Bay of Plenty, we had another another older runner, um, Steve Reese jones who's in his 40s, take out the, um, the senior men um, ahead of William Sinclair and Ben Ruth. And then <coughs> Anika Grogan... Um, won the ladies ahead of Sally Gibbs. So that's always, always a good scalp to beat, uh, beat Sally Gibbs um, in the senior ranks. So, um, and I was impressed to see Ben Ruth back racing. I've, I follow that guy on Strava. He's such a weapon, man. Like, yeah. he's, he's like that guy that can do nothing for ages and then <laughs> come out and slap you around. <laughs> like, he's just such a weapon. But, yeah. um, uh, he's got some. He's had some consistency recently on Strava, so I reckon if he runs nationals, he could be up there. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. One to watch because what's his what's what's his pedigree? Like what, he's done a pretty quick marathon time, hasn't he? Um, I remember he's, uh, he's more he's more fifteen hundred and five k okay. background, yeah. but he's always he's he's run pretty good cross countries at nationals before. He's always been like he's been in the medals and stuff and yeah yeah and that, but. But he, he struggles a bit with um, injuries and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's that's why his inconsistency. But he's so damn talented, man. He's he's an absolute machine, eh? Totally. Um, and then skipping over to Hawke's Bay, Gisborne. Not not many um, in the field, unfortunately. But the big the big name that I want to pull out there is Matthew Taylor, who won uh, a pretty surprise. Well, maybe not a surprise for him, but a surprise for those who didn't know much about him beforehand. Winning a bronze at the national fifteen hundred meter champs. Um, so that was behind Brad Mathis and Hamish Carson. So two pretty phenomenal runners to finish third behind. Um, but he, he won the Hawke's Bay uh, cross-country title. And then over in Taranaki, again, not, not many runners there. We only had one entry in the senior men. Man, where, where was I on that day? Um, 
And then down in Wellington, Isaac Murphy took out the, the men's race and Cara McDermott the women's. I'll just quick, quickly skip through the, the rest of the results. In Canterbury, we had Sean Eustace, uh, Pip Ewan Vanderpeet for the win there. Catherine Camp, the, the 800-metre runner, um, dominating the women's race in Canterbury. In Otago, Daniel Belchin won um, ahead of Joshua Barn and then Becky Green one by six minutes um, in the, her race. And then in Southland, Buddy Small won the men's and Crystal Brindle won the women's. So there we go. So the New Zealand Cross Country champs are happening. For those listening, it'll probably be this coming weekend, so mid-August. I don't have the date in front of me, but that'll be in Wellington on a, um, on a course that I don't know too much about. Do you know much about the, the course there? Stefan? Is, is that the one up at um, uh, it's Granada uh, North Newlands? Yeah, I actually lived in Granada Village for like five years as a kid. Huh. I know where the yeah. field I know where the fields are. Um, it's from the pictures it looks nowhere near as hard as why can I? But it yep. looks like it gets quite muddy. Okay. Um, which I'm guessing yeah, it looks like it got pretty muddy around most of the courses um, for the regional ones because the the times are pretty reflective of that. But um, yeah, and it yeah, looks looks to me like the, it's always getting rain, so it's uh, yeah, it'll probably be muddy for nationals as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the ten k course in Wellington it looks to me like times were about three three to four minutes slower than um, than road times. Um, looking at the results, so that gives you a little bit of an idea of of what they're contending with but you never know on the day like if they get a week of rain or a week of dry winds um it totally changes totally changes it um i remember when is nationals what's the date yeah it's um i i don't have the exact date in front of me early august is it yeah it's we're recording this on the 25th of july and it's not this coming saturday but the next whatever the whatever that date is so um, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know who's entered or who's racing it, but um, I'll probably put some money on Dan Belchin to take it. Oh, nice, nice. There, good. there you go. Heard I'm going to go with Peter, Peter Wheeler. And um, for the ladies. You can't pick it with Linda, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd pick a, a, pick a Taranaki runner, but we're a, we're a bit low on it. I'd put, put your name in there. Yeah, I'd have to see myself. Um, yeah, and the ladies. I, I'm going to go with another Aucklander, Lisa Lisa Cross. Let's let's go with her. Um, although Becky Green and I'm sure Olivia Byrne will be um, will be up to pace again as well. So yeah, who knows? Or maybe Catherine Camp, the 800 yeah. meter runner, will strike. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we've we've got a lot of quality runners around, and it's cool to see some of these runners coming back from the states and and mixing it up and. You know, running with full-time we'll to, jobs and everything. So, yeah, we'll have to book um, Lily a flight over, mate, and I and Matt Baxter. So, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. See how they go. Then, then our picks would be pretty straightforward. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, speaking of Lily, we are going to jump to an interview with her. Um, for those who don't know, she's she sort of lived in New Zealand when she was younger, then lived in Singapore and then Australia. Um, but she's chosen to represent New Zealand um, and now she's over in the States on scholarship. So we caught up with her for a 30-minute chat and here it is. G'day listeners. Um, welcome back to the Kiwi Running Podcast. Um, we've got today a special guest, Lily Burden, who is joining us uh, all the way over from the US at the moment, but she's back home um, in Australia for a little bit on holidays. Um, Lily is currently attending the University of Oregon, where she's come off a pretty fantastic season, which ended with a third placing at the NCAA Champs um, over the 5,000 metres. Yeah, um, so welcome, Lily, to the show. Thank you. <laughs> it's great to talk with you guys. Yeah, no, it's it's good to have you um, with us. But um, for people that are probably a little bit less um, familiar with um, your name and, and your achievement today, um, how about you just give us a little bit of a background about who you are and um, what you're currently up to? Yeah, um, 
So I was born in Auckland and then my family moved to Singapore when I was pretty young. So I, um, I did most of my primary schooling in Singapore and I ran cross country, which I always really enjoyed. I like the competitive side of it and being in the mud and the, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, competing with other people and that was lots of fun. And then moving to Australia, um, to complete my high schooling um, and I um, I continued to run um, for fun and I played a lot of netball too um, which I enjoyed the team aspect of um, and then I was lucky enough to represent New Zealand at the World Youth when I was uh, 15 and um, World Juniors in the 1500 both times um, and then I um, I decided that I love running and that's something I want to continue to do. And so I was getting contacted by schools in America and I actually reached out to um, Marisa Powell at the University of Oregon, who's the women's head distance coach. Um, and then we started Skyping and I built a really good relationship with her. And um, so, yeah, then I started on in the winter term then, um, so January of 2016, and I've yep. yeah, so I've been there for two and a half years. Wow, yeah, wow. Which which brings us um, to now, I guess. And so so you've what got another couple of years left there, do you? Yeah, so I have um, more cross, two more cross country eligibility, and then I have one left of indoors and outdoors. And so I'm going to kind of space that out over two years. Yeah, cool. cool. What oh, was that? That's, that's, that's... Lily, what was it like when you when you went there? Like, were you aware of sort of the heritage of the university as as a running school? And like, did you watch some Steve Prefontaine movies before you <laughs> headed over? <laughs> yeah, um, it's amazing the um, the history of distance running. Um, you know, like Nike was founded at Haywood Field, yeah. <laughs> um, and there's so much. So many prestigious runners have run there. And we have posters of Steve Prefontaine throughout our, lo- our locker room. And, cool. <laughs> you know, there's been runners like Jordan Haas, Galen Rupp, um, and then other athletes too, um, like Jenna Prandini and Devin Allen. So, yeah, there's um, track and field. Is such, um, it's such an exciting place to be but um, as a track athlete. Very cool. Yeah, nice, nice. I was going to say, what's um, I guess leading on from that, what's um, the best thing about being part of the University of Oregon team? Yeah, um, I love being a student athlete at um, the University of Oregon. Um, we got lots of amazing opportunities, and um, the facilities are are, are great, obviously. Um, and we get so much support from our trainers and the coaching staff. Um, I've got a really good relationship with the coaches. Um, and, yeah, I think the people I, I'm really grateful to have um, such motivating and, um, and fun teammates. Um, going to practice is the highlight of my day. Even when I know it's going to be a tough session, I know that I'm going to be surrounded <laughs> by other really hardworking girls. So, yeah, I think the people really make the place as well yeah cool I, I think one of your teammates um the Jessica Hull is from down yeah. around uh, where I'm living at the moment actually oh, I think she's yeah. from down New South Wales yeah. yeah 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 she won the 1500 right? yeah so she was the NCAA champion in the 1500 meters which was so amazing yeah awesome Awesome. So um, I, for yourself, like coming off um, NCAAs most recently with um, the third placing there, um, I guess how, how was that going into it? Did, did you expect to be in that position or how, I guess after that result, how's that changed your mindset and how you're going to approach future races as well? Um, yeah, so I think the whole, the whole year I've um, been really motivated and focused on um, executing every race as best as I can and my coach has had a lot of belief in me and um, as a sophomore I, um, I had a good freshman year and I qualified for nationals and then in the 1500 meters and then as a sophomore I kind of knew I knew what to expect for each race and I think 
I was becoming a little bit overwhelmed um, because competing at such a competitive level um, can become overwhelming. But this season, I really learned to trust myself and my training and my coaches and um, how important self-confidence. So, yeah, um, I had my cross-country season set me up well and we got some really good base training in. And then indoors was lots of fun. We got to... um, they have some distances that aren't running outdoors very often. So um, the mile and the 3,000 meters. And so I was able to run some fast times in indoors. And my workouts were going really well. And then um, the outdoor season, I started with a 5K actually at the Stanford Invitational. And um, I, that was my first, I think it was my first win in college. So that was fun. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> Me and um, Jess, we had some really great training. We didn't miss a day of training, and Marisa, our coach, wrote. And so I think we just kind of kept developing confidence as um, the weeks went by. And we every week we get a training log, and so Marisa writes. Uh, but we don't do the work until we arrive that day after we've warmed up. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, wow. Um, and, yeah, just reflecting on what we'd put in every week. Um, we just had lots of great momentum and, um, and we're just believing in each other and ourselves in the process. And then, um, yeah, so I got to race at Haywood Field for NCAs, um, which is our home track. And um, lots of my friends were there um, in the crowd from, like, my, my teammates and friends from classes and other sports. And they were sitting in the East Grandstand close to the 5,000-meter start line. So they were all cheering for me, and I, I couldn't help but smile, um, soak in, and all, like that. And so, yeah, I think, um, yeah, the the whole atmosphere that was created by the, the fans and my friends um, was made, made it so much more special getting third. Yeah. Yeah, cool. No, that's awesome. Um, and I guess, I don't know if you, I'm guessing you've heard the news, but I just read recently that there's going to be a coaching change at uh, Oregon anyway. Is that right? Um, yeah, there's, um, it's a bit of a transition phase right now. So, um, yeah, yeah that's, well, that's hopefully, right ho- now. Hopefully it's smooth for you and you're able to, um, yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to establish a good relationship with this next coach as well, and um, things continue to go well. Um, but I, I guess you touched on it before with um, you've kind of been come from that 1500 background and now running a few more 5000s, um, 411, 1500 PB, I believe, and yeah. um, and and 859 over 3k. So, kind of looks like that 3k, 5k distance really suits like your wheelhouse. Are you? Will you be focusing more on kind of fifteen hundreds and five k's over the next few years? Do you think? Um, yeah. So I, <laughs> I refused to last year. Refused to say that I was a five k runner, <laughs> and even starting this season, I was like, I'm still a fifteen hundred meter runner. But um, I think having more success in the fifteen hundred uh, in the five k this season has kind of changed my perception a little bit on <laughs> um, where I am as a runner. But I think the fifteen hundred. Um, is so beneficial to any discipline because um, when you you have to be race so tactically and um, and be able to put yourself in a good position and remain relaxed if you're not in a position where you want to be and decide on on your feet how you uh, adjust and I think a championship races always comes down to the sprint finish the last hundred fifty meters so being able to close hard is obviously crucial to um, racing well. And I think I still have um, more more in me for the 1500. I wasn't uh, very sad in the 1500 I ran this season. I ran 412, I think, this season. But um, I I definitely think I that's something I want to work on next season as well, being able to execute um, a race plan to my strengths and and hopefully get that PR a little <laughs> a little faster too. Yeah, so like talking about PRs, like this, this third place is obviously 
changes the horizon for you a little bit, I imagine, anyway. And so, like, is um, looking further down the track, are you looking at Tokyo 2020 and eyeing up some of those qualifying times? Um, yeah, um, I would love to represent New Zealand again. Um, it was such a motivating experience being able to, um, to represent the Silver Fern at World Juniors and World Youths. And from those teams, I still have really close friends. Um, my two closest friends actually were Brian Ballantyne and Maddie Wishy, who shot put throwers. So it was so cool yeah. to see them compete. Um, I was so excited for them. I FaceTimed them before they both threw. Um, and awesome. yeah, it was amazing to see how well they both did. And super stoked for Maddie. Her family would have been so excited too. They would have been going off. So I wish I'd been there to cheer all of the athletes on there because it's a really great opportunity to to develop um, mentally and physically, um, yeah, competing on that world stage. Um, and then going forward, um, I would, I definitely, I love running and being a part of the running community. So it's um, something that I want to pursue in the future. And, I'm, and I think this being in the collegiate system, it's a really good um, kind of step in between go, going professional. So cool. I'm hoping that, yeah, I keep getting stronger, fitter, and modern and faster so I can accomplish my goals and be a competitive athlete on the world stage. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah definitely. And you mentioned there you, you really do love running. And what is it about running that you, you really enjoy? What sort of fires your engine? <laughs> um. Yeah, I really love the running lifestyle. I think um, it teaches you to be in tune with your body and and your mind because a lot of the times it's just you and your thoughts, yeah. um, even when you're with other people. So um, I think it's um, it helps me apply like the mindset that I um, that I've kind of adapted has helps me throughout my life. And cool. um, I like being I I love that. Um, you can just go for a run and then all of a sudden you can change your whole day. Um, and you get to, um, the opportunities I've had and the people I've met, um, uh, I, I really make an impact on my life. And, um, I really like to have a goal and then work really hard towards it and then hopefully accomplish it or maybe bypass my expectations. Um, and yeah, I awesome. I think it's yeah a special community to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're definitely preaching to the converted here. We're we're right there with you. <laughs> yeah, you you remind me probably um, a little bit of like the the Van Dalen twins probably more recently in terms of success. Um, you're, you're probably a bit more. Um, talented as a junior, but um, in the way of how they kind of transition from 1500 to 5000 meter runners as well, um, they they then obviously kicked on. Well, obviously in particular kicked on after yeah. um, college to go represent New Zealand at an Olympics um, and, and a world champs. But I guess with um, I read an article recently with Doha next year and that being a name yeah. for yourself. Do, do you think it would be more over the 5000 meter distance? Do you think? Um, I think or, so, yeah. Or, or see how the season goes. <laughs> yeah, I'll see how the season progresses, but I think the 5K is what I'd be leaning towards. It was so cool to see all the races in Europe. Shelby Hula yeah. running yeah. 14.34. Yeah. That's a minute faster than my PR. Yes. And I thought I was giving like, so it's super, it's so exciting to see um, um, girls performing and, and guys performing on that at that level. Um, yeah, because Carissa Schweizer and Vanessa Fraser, who were two girls in my race, they were at nationals. They were also that's in right. that race and ran big PRs. So that's really cool. Wow. Yeah, I guess it's more relatable too for um, someone like yourself to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, more you know, Westerner runners run those kind of times as well. Sometimes with yeah. um, Eastern Africans, they seem so far out of reach that it's like, whoa. But to see someone yeah, that um, you know has come through the same system. Um, done the same kind of training or same types of competitions throughout their NCAA. Um, yeah, really, it's pretty um, positive stuff to see, eh? Yeah, and they're all with Bauman Track Club, which is, that just shows, you know, being surrounded by a really um, strong, motivated group, what it can do on to 
yeah, execute great races on the world stage yep. too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was, I was just going to say, um, I guess in regards to um, probably more on the female side of running as well, because I think it is um, can be a really tough transition for um, young females in particular sometimes. But uh, I guess what would be your top tips or advice for any young woman in the high school scene kind of coming through in that athletics world and, and um, you know, in regards to helping them develop and grow into successful athletes post high school? Like what would you say are some key areas for them to think about and focus on yeah um yeah I'm, I'm really proud to be a strong female distance runner um and I think that racing the NCA has told me lots of um lots of skills that um I wouldn't otherwise have learned so I think being able to identify what works best for myself um and not compare myself to other people because being surrounded by a team obviously has lots of benefits but it can also be hard to not um, see what other girls are doing and compare that to my to compare that to what you're doing but I think like yeah being able to find what be- works best for you and saying to yourself is really important and then um, having self-belief and confidence in yourself and having the courage to follow what you think is right um, and what helps you and then I think having fun and being patient so um and also encouraging each other because running can be hard yeah. <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. So I think really um, supporting one another and getting excited for yourself and other people around you. And, yeah, keeping it light and fun cool. It's also really important. Not getting too overwhelmed with the big picture, like enjoying the process and going, enjoying going for a run with your teammates or a friend they haven't seen in a while. And, yeah, just getting excited with it and keeping it positive. Yeah. Yeah, that that's awesome, and definitely that teamwork aspect of it. Like, it's something that we hear from runners who go over to the states and benefit from that team environment. It's it's one of the main things that that we hear back from them. And when you compare <laughs> that to like making the decision to stay as a competitive runner and go to university in New Zealand or or, or Australia, you're often isolated and um, you're sort of yeah. thrust into a world that doesn't really do running or even much sport at universities in New Zealand. So that must be making a big difference. Yeah, because we got so much support on and off the track, which is mm. is so invaluable. And, yeah, having teammates makes, makes, you know, the hard days easier. And hopefully you can help a teammate when they're having a hard day too. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Nice. Um. I guess you've had, uh, like, obviously a pretty successful um, collegiate career so far. But um, for yourself, whether it be in collegiate or um, before that, what's been your most memorable running moment to this day and why? Um, I think in high school representing New Zealand at World Juniors and World Youths and then in the collegiate system, um, our DMR team won the, which is distance medley relay. So yep. it's kind of unique. We have eight starts with the twelve hundred meter leg, and it's handed off to I think four hundred meters, then eight hundred, and then sixteen hundred meters. So I yep. anchored that, so I ran the sixteen hundred. Nice. And we won that as a team, which was super fun and indoors. And then um, getting third and outdoors was yeah. Yeah. That was so much fun in front of a home crowd and um, a, a place that we're lucky enough to train in every day. Um, and yeah, just I've the whole the whole year I've been really, really motivated to get top three. Cool. Um, yeah, I have nice. a funny thing whenever I see eleven eleven on my phone or my watch, I'd make a wish and I'd think top three NCA outdoors. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to be in the race and then feeling good. And then all of a sudden it was just me and Carissa Swiza. Yeah. Um, it was just, yeah, unreal. And having all my friends just cheering for me and our coaches and our trainers who do so much for us. Um, yeah, it was, it was a, a feeling I'll never forget. Even though I got passed right on the line to get third, <laughs> I still got that top three. So exactly. Oh, you you definitely want to keep that little eleven eleven thing going. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for you, Lily, like um, you, you must have had a choice to, as far as representing 
um, New Zealand or Australia, um, you must have had been faced with a bit of a choice there. Um, what what's been your reasons uh, so far for for going with with us Kiwis? We're we're stoked about the decision, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, I think for me, home is wherever my family is, and then yeah. I'm from New Zealand. Like that's where I feel my my history, my heritage is. So okay. that's where I feel most connected um, in that sense. Um, and yeah, being a part of the New Zealand teams as a junior was really rewarding. Um, and um, obviously, there's a really great heritage for distance running. Um, and to this day, like looking up to Nick Willis, he's and he had yeah. like his pathway is similar to how I want my career to continue to go to because he was at University of Michigan. Um, yeah, so I I definitely um, will always be aiming to um, where yeah represent the Silver Fern and I think. That's, yeah, that won't change ever. <laughs> and and black's a good colour. It goes it goes yeah. with everything as well. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yellow clashes yeah, with all sorts of things. Just yellow and green. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's Oregon's colour, isn't it? I know. <laughs> we get to wear black sometimes, though. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Um, I guess with on to your next little endeavour with cross-country season coming up for you over there. Um, Have you got any goals set aside? Um, And, you know, obviously New Zealanders will be um, following you with some keen interest. Um, What can we kind of expect to see you competing over and um, any goals for the season? Yeah. um, So the cross-country, we just took took two weeks off and then I've just been starting back the last – month running um and um which has been great um and then i want to be able to score as few points as possible so get as high up as i can and um just help my team to um a national title it's been really cool watching the nau guys and some of the new zealanders there um going uh, back to back was super cool so um yeah I think being a part of an NCA cross country championship would be really rewarding because cross country really is all about the team um, yeah. more than more than track because um, your performance directly helps the rest of your team and standing on the start line next to each other and then seeing um, someone in the same uniform as you in the race. Um, yeah, it's really all about helping each other to do the best you can do. So yeah, I want to, I don't really like to set limits on myself, um, mm. so I I want to get as top to first top, as possible. Top, um, top, yeah. top one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as viewpoint as possible. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm sure you'll be um, well up there in the field along with um, your teammates across that. Um, you know, it, it's good because it brings people in from 1500 up to 10k, doesn't it? Yeah, so. exactly. All disciplines um, yeah, together, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, nice. And are you fairly um, active yourself on, like, social media across, like, Instagram or Facebook and stuff? Um, or how, how can I have Instagram, kind of follow you? yes. Yeah, Instagram. Mm, yes, my Instagram is Lily Burton. <laughs> Great. And Burton. So for the followers out there, they can follow you there. Keep, yeah. keep up with your results, eh? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I guess um, for, for yourself as well, like, um, obviously you have a life outside of running too, but um, – how, what do you normally do yourself um, socially to kind of relax and um, unwind from running? Um, yeah, I I like to – I think I'm a pretty balanced person. I like to have other interests. Um, so over my break, I did lots of hiking. Um, Oregon is – the Pacific Northwest is beautiful. There are so many – it's kind of like the South Island in New Zealand. It reminds me of Queenstown a little bit. But wow. um, there are lots of beautiful hikes and mountains with – turquoise lakes and waterfalls so me and my friends did some cool hikes and um i also really enjoy cooking and preparing healthy meals um yeah nutrition is really important to me and i think it helps me as an athlete being able to recover and um be fueled for races and training um so yeah i think i like cooking and um i like to read as well I'm sorry to listen to podcasts, actually, so it's really cool what you guys are doing. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. 
very cool. good. Um, we normally like to ask this question near the end of um, the podcast, so I'll, I'll, I'll throw it at you now. But if um, there was anyone you could choose to run with in the world, um, who would it be? And where in the world would you go for that run with? Okay, this is hard. Um, I would definitely want to run at St. Moritz. I think that's how you say it. Because <laughs> yep. it seems like yep. a real running hub. And, oh, my gosh, it looks so beautiful. Um, so I think St. Moritz. And... Now, is that France or is that Switzerland? Okay, I, I don't know if it's – I think it's <laughs> Switzerland, but I think it's, like, it's on Switzerland, the Switzerland, yeah. Okay. It's Switzerland? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah that's Switzerland. what I thought. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so hopefully one day I can go and train that. Um, but – and I think with Nicholas, I'd really like to get talk to him and hear hear all of the, the th- amazing things that he um, things that he's done to get to where he is, and with some of his wisdom, his racing wisdom would rub off on me. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I've done a couple of runs with him before, and I think Hayden probably has as well. So maybe we'll drop him a That's line cool. to get in touch. Eh? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Can you get me flown to St. Moritz? No. <laughs> Anyone? <would be> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I think you're right. He does. He has provided a good example of how you can uh, finish college and be successful, but also um, have a long career in the sport. Eh? And, yeah. and, and that's pretty uncommon, yeah. um, even amongst you know non-elite runners. Uh, often, local competitive runners come and go. Um, so it's pretty special to have someone who's you know he's probably been at the top level for twenty years. Or, um, so, yeah, yeah, that's so amazing in distance running. Yeah. Just comes with being smart, I think. You, you know, you, over time you um, learn things, learn what to do, what not to do, and I think he's yeah. probably a real advocate of listening to his body now and mm-hmm. responding to that well. So, yeah, no, good good choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and feel so, like that um, would be a popular choice among <laughs> Yeah, and are you? How much um, time are you spending in Australia while you're back here? You're just visiting family at the moment, are you? Or? Um, yes, I'm with my, I'm with my family. Um, so my my two brothers who are 16 and 13, and my mom and dad, and then my sister just started at University of Adelaide, so she's not home. But I'm at home for five weeks, and then I go back to the US. Great. Yeah, not any appearance run or. Where, where did that um, come yeah, from? Yeah, mum and dad actually just go back from a little jog. They like to jog together. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and dad used to run in at school, and mum was super athletic. She used to play lots of netball, and she did athletics. But yeah, they've always encouraged me to to do what to do what makes me happy and fulfilled. So yeah, and always supported me. So very grateful for that. Cool. Oh, that's good to hear. You've got some got some good genes there, but it's also <laughs> the example eh, that your parents set. Like, um, if they're going out there for runs, it's sort of extra motivation <laughs> to do your own running as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Well, um, Lily, it's been fantastic to have you um, join us. Um, really interesting to find out, obviously, a bit more about yourself, and I'm sure the listeners will appreciate um, the direction you're heading and what you've done so far and um, yeah, I think New Zealand as a running community definitely get um, behind uh, athletes that are doing good things and um, just wanted to say thanks again and that, yeah, most, well, hopefully all of New Zealand are behind you and we'll be watching you very closely <laughs> over the next few years and leading into, I think, um, we, we'll be seeing you in Tokyo, that's for sure. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate um, your support and talking to you guys. It's great what you guys are doing and how you're giving back to the running community. It's really exciting. So welcome back, everyone, from the interview. Um, what, what are your thoughts there, Stefan? Yeah, um, very um, impressed with Lily. Um, very smart uh, and switched-on girl. I think um, it's great that she uh, she genuinely loves running. Yeah. Um, sometimes you get the impression some people were just kind of doing it still because they're good at it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got the impression that she really loves running. Um, I can see her probably going to Doha next year in the World Champs for the 5K, and I'd love to see her kick on and be in Tokyo as well. Yeah. Um, I think the 5,000 metres is going to be where she sits over the next few years. 
Um, yeah. Maybe she'll even jump up to the 10K. I don't know. Yeah, well, but, that was um, a question we didn't ask her really about, like, her mileage yeah. and if she's feeling like she's sort of topping out as far as that um, the quantity of work she's doing. Um, I imagine they're taking it pretty smart at, at the university there. But, um, yeah, it, yeah, she does strike me as someone who's got the wheels but also the engine to make her pretty competitive in the, the 5 and 10K. So... Yeah, yeah. I think if she's running, you know, she's running fifteen thirty now. Um, she can make that jump to that fifteen, fifteen, fifteen twenty range next year. Yeah. Um, wouldn't surprise me if she's running closer to fifteen minutes coming out of college. Yeah, yeah. I was looking through the the New Zealand all time list. And it's pretty amazing. Um, fourteen thirty nine is the best by a Kiwi. So that's Kim Smith, but she's. 30 seconds ahead of the next uh, the next best in New Zealand so um, yeah yeah Kim but, Smith's a once in a kind of a lifetime runner oh you know? yeah um, yeah we'll probably see another one like special. that at some point but yeah they're just they're just more few and far between um, especially that distance it's it's really tough the 5k yeah um, but yeah I, I, I think yeah going back to Lily I think um I think the listeners are going to really enjoy the interview, especially probably more so that younger um, female audience. I, I think if you're a runner that's currently in high school and, um, you know, you're thinking of what to do next out of high school or you want to get some advice or just hear from someone that's just a really laid back, um, has, you know, a good running and uh, lifestyle balance, it seems um, really good listen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what about yourself, uh, Stefan? We're almost done for the show, but um, we can't finish the show without hearing about your running adventures. How's things been going? I, I heard you you had a bit of an incident, uh, not in running, but on the ski field. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I went to Queenstown um, a couple of weeks ago and um, just for a bit of a lads week and um, – I was already scheduling to have just an easy week of running anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I banged, I banged up my knee literally within the first few minutes on on the first slope, and so I um I Rats. skied throughout the rest, of, <laughs> skied throughout the rest of the day um, yeah. just to try and keep the blood flow going. But I woke up the next morning, I could I could barely walk, so oh, no. I wasn't able to go up the slopes the next day, and I did zero running on any of the trails <laughs> while I was there. Um, so I had five days off and then I had an easy jog when I got back and um, there was no pain and the swelling was still there but now it's gone down and um, yeah actually I had a pretty decent track session last night actually so I'm um, getting back into the swing of things myself and um, yeah hopefully teeing up a good um, block of training over the next um, couple of months and get into some more racing as well just start kind of throwing myself in the deep end I might do like a 5k park run somewhere and then I'm tossing up whether I do the city to surf which is a 14k road race with about 90,000 90, other people so, yeah yeah um, hey, I think that's the biggest yeah. race in the world um as far as numbers yeah, it's go the biggest it's the biggest fun run in the world yeah far out man nice yeah, have you some, done it before it gets some I did it a couple of years ago and I think I averaged like 330s over the course nice. and I finished like 98th <laughs> so it's like a pretty yeah it's like pretty deep so that's that's kind yeah. of I don't know in my head that's like steady kind of running but yeah. you're still way back like there's some guns up there running just under three minute k's and it's yeah it's hilly course too it's yeah. tough wow oh it's cool to have that that company though um yeah how's how's your training been going here oh. been getting some consistency i thought i yeah. thought i saw an eight a steadyish tempo there the other day yeah i'm slowly slowly getting there i had just a nightmare autumn with just i i put my back out one week and then i got the flu laid me low for two weeks and then i put my oh, neck time. out <laughs> like doing a pull-up i've never done anything like that so i had i don't know maybe six weeks of just very minimal running so it's uh, back into it now and winter's been been steady so yeah I've kind of made a little challenge for myself just doing a tempo run um started at 5k and then the next week 6k and then I've done a couple of 8k tempo runs so it's just yeah it's it's going all right I'm um 
I'm having a little look at the Taranaki uh, road champs and working out if anyone else is going to turn up, whether I can just jog it and get the title. Uh, but I don't think so. I think we've got a couple of guys here who... Um, who you got one starter, at least, from the cross-country results. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we've got Robbie Royals, who um, he got second, oh, won the the race down in the Marlborough Sounds, the Queen Charlotte um, track there. So, yeah, he's a oh. he's a very good runner. Um, so, yeah, there should be a, um, a handful, I'm sure, for the, the road champs. Um, but, yeah, so that's my, my little goal. See how it goes. <laughs> nice, nice. Cool. I just want to say a quick shout-out as well, just to obviously all the listeners, I like, really appreciate the support and any feedback um, around the show, any questions, fire them our way. Yeah, yeah. And hope your own um, personal running um, is going fantastic this year. Yeah, absolutely. And do follow us on Facebook. We've just launched a Facebook page, so uh, Kiwi Running Show, and you'll find us in Facebook. So join us there, and, and we will be posting some news as it comes out and uh, also just asking some questions of you guys, getting things a bit more interactive. So thanks for joining us. Happy running, and we will catch you next time. Catch you later, guys. 